Welcome to Rhema for Today. Well, I said what happened was that he rose up in me. I looked to him that was in me. He rose up in me. He rose up in me. And, and the Spirit of God, I didn't get up off that bed. The Spirit of God, you're talking about people falling under the power. You wait till you start getting them up. I mean, the Spirit of God lifted me up off the bed and set me on the feet. And I, I made this promise. I saw then, and I, as I was walking in this glory and this power, you see, and I wasn't even baptized in the Holy Ghost then. I saw this, that I had to make this dedication to God. I said, Lord, the longest day I live, I'll never push my body that far again. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the believer's authority. More next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. But blessed be God, Christianity is not a religion, it's life. And then those religions, all other religions, they were the object that they worship can be seen. But Christianity is the only religion that the God that you worship is in you. Oh no, he's well up in heaven. I know he's up there, but he's in you. Greater is he that's in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Yeah, in you. We talk about trusting God. Do you ever think about trusting the God that's in you? Amen. He's in you. See, look at 2 Corinthians there. Look at 2 Corinthians. You've seen that, 2 Corinthians 6th chapter, 14th through the 16th verse. We'll not take time to read it all. But I want you to notice something there. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, he said. And then he went on down to the end there, you see, about the 16th verse. He said, as God has said, as he has said, as God has said, I'll walk in them, I'll dwell in them, they'll be my people, I'll be their God. That's us under the new covenant. Now what did he say? I'll walk in them. I'll dwell in them. Dwell means I'll live in them. One translation said, I'll make my home in them. That's where God's living is in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I'm never without help. I'm never without God. Praise God because he's in me. As I look back in life, through all of these years now of walking with the Lord, because I learned early, thank God I learned early, greater is he that's in me than he's in the world. I always look in me for help. Somebody read in the Old Testament where David said, we look under the hills from which cometh our help. But see, God wasn't in them under the Old Testament. No, I'm not looking to any hills for help. <laughs> Don't be sacrilegious, but I'm not even looking to heaven for help. Per se. Heaven did it. I'm looking in me. And I found out every crisis of life, he rose up in me. Gave illumination to my mind, direction to my spirit. Hallelujah. I couldn't get me any other source and put me over put me over. Every crisis, every crisis of life. Hallelujah. He'd always rise right up and tell me what to do. Praise God. Tell me what to do. Because see, he's in me. He's, he's an intelligent being. Hallelujah. A foreign agent from another land. Heaven came to dwell in me. Praise God. And he has the answer. He has the answer. Well, you see, that gives you confidence because you know if in life you ever face another crisis like that, he'll be there. Through all of these years, if, if physical ailment came, which very seldom would it ever come. Thank God I'm not bragging on me, you understand, I'm bragging on Jesus. 
but I've been able to walk in what I call divine health. Last headache I had was in August of 1933. <laughs> That's absolute truth. Man, go to hell for lines as quick as you would steal it. Last headache I had was in August of 1933. That's the last one. See. But I've been to the place that I got into disobedience. And when you get in disobedience, you get on the devil's territory and he attacked me in body. And I've been dead twice and came back. And I knew death had come and fashioned itself upon me. But I looked to him that was in me and he rose up on inside me. Way down in here somewhere, he rose up inside me. And just gave illumination to my mind, direction to my spirit. I remember on one occasion before I ever see the Baptist Holy Ghost spoke in other tongues, but did believe in divine healing as a young Baptist boy preacher. And uh, you see, our bodies, no, no misunderstand me now, our bodies are still mortal, and if Jesus tears, they're going to die sometime. But, uh, and you can push your body too far, get out of God's will. And, uh, and I overworked, you see, and sort of had a heat stroke. I, I realized it was, I knew I should have stopped, but I didn't, I just kept after it. And sort of had a heat stroke. My heart acted up, and so I, uh, I went over to the full gospel, because I was going to a full gospel church, and every time we didn't, didn't have a service of my own. I knew they was in a revival. I knew the vandals was there. And I, I wanted them to pray for me. See, I'd prayed and got no results, and I, so I went over there. And uh, so we all prayed, and I, I know, I know, I just cold as ice all over. My heart wasn't working right. And I finally lay down on the bed, and when I did, my heart stopped. Now, th what, this this was a, a man 67 years of age. He said to me after, he said, you know, Brother Hagin said, you rose up and walked the length of that uh, bedroom and the living room twice, and your heart didn't beat a lick. Because he said, I had my hand, see, and I only weighed 138 pounds. I had my hand right on your heart and another hand on your back. And, and when you lay down on that bed, it stopped. I felt it. It stopped. But he said, you rose up and I kept my hand on your heart, one on your back. And I walked with you. I really didn't realize he did. Uh, the length of those two rooms, twice. And then suddenly your heart just started beating perfect. Well, I said, what happened was that he rose up in me. I looked to him that was in me. He rose up in me. He rose up in me. And, and the Spirit of God, I didn't get up off that bed. The Spirit of God, you're talking about people falling under the power. You wait till you start getting them up. <laughs> I mean, the Spirit of God lifted me up off the bed and set me on my feet. And I, I made this promise. I saw then, and I, as I was walking in this glory and this power, you see, and I wasn't even baptized the Holy Ghost then. I saw this, that I had to make this dedication to God. I said, Lord, the longest day I live, I'll never push my body that far again. The minute I said that, my heart started beating perfect. See, he showed me what to do. He's got the answer. Praise God. And I've never done it again. If I'm getting too tired, I many a time, some have seen me right in the middle of a heating line. I've just suddenly stopped and said, that's it. I don't go any further. I promised God I'd never push my body beyond that point again. Well, so much said, can't you believe God to keep you? Well, certainly not. <laughs> You can overwork. Your body is mortal. We are going to have an immortal body one day, but we don't have it yet. Are you listening to me? That'd be sort of like a fellow said, well, I'm going to believe God to keep my thumb and just keep hitting it with a hammer. And I'm believing God to keep it. Well, he won't. You'll soon have your thumbnail and all the rest of it knocked off. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, in Matthew, the 28th chapter and the 18th verse, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power, and again, most translation reads, he said, All authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, what we need to realize is that this authority that was given to Jesus in the earth 
Christ transferred that authority to the church. You see, he is the head, we are the body. The authority has to be perpetuated through the body which is on the earth. The Bible uses the human body as an illustration of Christ and the church. You can see it here in the book of Ephesians as well as elsewhere in the New Testament. Christ is the head, we are the body. Now you know just as well as, as I do that your head may look there and see your Bible line there, see your personal line there, and your head said, well, I want to get that. But your head can never pick up that purse except through your body. Your head has no authority except through your body. Christ, you see, has no authority in the earth except in his body. Now what we've tried to do is to get the head to do it himself. Well, he said right here, all authority is given me in heaven and earth, so he's got the authority and he's going to carry it out. Yeah, but how is he going to carry it out? It'll never be carried out except through the body. Now notice in Ephesians, the first chapter, the 22nd verse, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, to the church, over all things to the church. We'll get into that a little deeper later. Ephesians 1.20, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 and 6. Even when we were dead in sin, having quickened us together with Christ, by grace you're saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now this is not something that's going to be done. This is something that's already done. Praise God. Jesus is at the right hand the right hand is the place of authority and we are seated with him there at the right hand of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now let's look again here at Ephesians, this second chapter. And let's start with the first verse. Let's read here in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 through 7. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh and fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, there is a putting forth of the divine omnipotence of God's power through Jesus in raising him from the dead. The mightiest working of God happened then. The mightiest working of God. The source of authority is found in this resurrection and in the seating of Christ at the right hand of the Father. He speaks of exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe so that the eyes of all churches may be opened. That's what he wants. Now, God wanted us to know that he set Christ, as Ephesians 1.21 said, far above all principality and power and might 
and dominion. Well, now, folks said, yeah, I believe Christ is there. But if he's there, then we're there. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer, the classic book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled God's Word, A Never-Failing Remedy, and the book from Kenneth Hagan entitled How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny, the CD from Lynette Hagan entitled Fuel Your Passion for God, Last but not least, the slimline book from Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking. All these resources are for the special price of $25. That's more than $8 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. The Rama Bible College, they are still enrolling. For spring. For the spring semester. If you get your enrollment in by January the 10th and get here. That's right. You can start school. So if you want if you want to know something about that, you can go online to rbtc.org. That's and right. And you can get all the information there. So I just wanted you to know that if you're interested in coming to Rama Bible College, you can still get in for this spring semester. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this powerful series. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.